Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. I'm so happy to be here talking to you this week. Last week was a little bit of a cluster for all of us, I realize. I brought you the Astrocast a little bit late last week, and honestly, because I could not get my stuff together. And this week, even though it's a little late time-wise, I was like, I have to record this on Monday and get this out to the people. So there's so much important stuff happening this week in the sky. Um, First and foremost, I want to say that you're doing a great job, whatever you're doing. As long as you're staying home, you are doing a great job. And the universe is really, really imploring us to focus on healing right now. Um, And there are so many amazing things going on. The planet is healing itself. We are putting our healing and our health and our wellness above all else. Um, It is very rare in our society that we stop moving and that we prioritize staying home and that we really focus on taking care of ourselves physically. Um, So much of our lifestyle, so much of our society is about working harder, 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 pushing harder, harder, harder. And now it's really in, it's imperative to slow down, to basically stay home and not move right? Not move, not, not move. You want to move your body and you want to do yoga and find ways to work out at home and take walks if it's safe to do so in your city. Um, but it is a really big shift for our society to focus us on staying home and to focus us on being with family and to focus us on putting our health first. And very infrequently does that happen. And not to get on my political soapbox, but there are places in America right now where that is not happening. In warehouses, people are still standing shoulder to shoulder, coming into work sick, being made to feel fearful if they don't come to work, being made to fear using their sick days, even if they have them. So we have to make sure that the message is not only getting to those of us that are privileged enough to work from home. And those of us that have the privilege to work from home have to stand up and fight for those of us who don't have that privilege, even if legally they're given the sick days, right? So I didn't really anticipate getting on this political soapbox, but I just wanted to share that There's articles out there. There was a good one in the New York Times about warehouse employees and how um, they're not being afforded the, you know, the rights and the privileges that we all are, many of us listening to this. So, um, so yeah, so call your congressmen, call your senators, call your representatives. Um, There are so many things we need to be calling them about. We need to be calling them every day. And, you know. I could give you a list if you want one. Feel free to reach out to me. So anyway, let's get to the stars. There is a lot going on. It is a new moon week. So today I'm recording this on a Monday. Mars and Pluto are conjunct. Okay. This is war energy. Mars and Pluto, when they get together, these guys are the two power planets. These guys are the two sexual energy planets. 
Um, these guys definitely want to uh, fight it out and then make up, if you know what I mean. So this is intense focus. This is lust. This is aggression. This is war. This is fighting. Um, you see the headlines people talking about this situation we're in with COVID-19 being like a war. Um, we're treating it economically like a war. It's being um, compared to World War II in a lot of um, situations. Um, looking, We're you know trying to create some sort of new deal for our country. Those of us that are you in the U.S., I know a lot of you are tuning in from Canada and Israel and other places, and your countries are going through um, similar but different experiences of this. So um, what's really interesting is that we are having a global pandemic where everyone is having the same experience in some way, shape, or form, right? So it varies based on where you live, even by city. But overall, we're having the same fears. We're having the same experience of having to stay home, of having to hunker down, of worrying about do we have enough supplies, of basic having those basic security issue worries. And so a lot of that is being mimicked in the stars right now. A lot of that is being mimicked in the heavens. So we're all having this, this, this experience of, um, of fear, fear for our own life, fear for our family's lives. And there we're having a crash course in empathy right now. Sympathy is feeling the same feelings as someone else. And empathy is actually putting yourself in their shoes, right? So I'm not sure if I got the sympathy part right, but I definitely got the empathy part right. Empathy is putting yourself in someone else's shoes. And in a way that we've never done, at least in my lifetime, people are really doing that, right? Because it could be me next. You know, even if I'm educated, even if I have money in the bank, it could just as easily be me. So there is a very, very interesting shift in perspective that's happening right now. And a lot of that has to do with Chiron. Chiron is this asteroid, dwarf planet, whatever you want to call him. He is the wounded healer. He has lots of healing capacity and abilities and knowledge in mythology, but he could not heal himself. So we're kind of having that right now, right? Like we have so much technology. We have so many things that we know how to do. We've made so many technological scientific advances and yet we don't have enough masks and yet we don't have enough ventilators and yet we don't have the things we need to heal ourselves. So it's an interesting time and the astrology is showing us it's an interesting time and astrologers have been looking at 2020 for years, waiting for 2020 to come because there's so many big aspects and so many big cycles that are ending and beginning. So back to the actual astrology of it all. On Monday, that's today, Mars and Pluto are meeting up. I talked a little bit about it last week. If you feel like fighting, today is bad day. You might be feeling that. Um, the moon is going to move into Aries tonight at 8.58 p.m. Eastern time. And then it is also going to make a very harmonious aspect to Saturn, which newly is in Aquarius. So this is probably the thing that's most exciting right now is that we're getting a taste of Saturn in Aquarius. So Saturn has been in Capricorn for really like three years and it's going to dip into Aquarius for a few months. And then it's going to go back into Capricorn again for a few months and then come back into Aquarius for a solid 
two plus years, okay? So we're getting a preview of what Saturn in Aquarius looks like. Saturn in Aquarius is just, we're not sure exactly what it's gonna look like, right? It has been 30 years since Saturn was in Aquarius. But Saturn in Aquarius, it, it makes the work more about the collective. So the last time Saturn was in Aquarius, 30 years ago, was when the internet first went public. So that's pretty cool, right? So now we're going to be inviting in new technological advances. We're going to be inviting in new scientific advances. We're going to be inviting in innovation in all sorts of industries. So as far as I'm concerned, having Saturn in Aquarius during a pandemic is a very good thing because someone out there, some real smarty pants scientist, is going to have something great going on that's going to help us all. And at least that's my hope. Because Aquarius, while it rules science, it also rules humanity, the collective, activism, doing something for the good of the whole, the good of the community over the individual. Aquarius is the humanitarian of the zodiac. It also is the house that it's, it rules the 11th house, which rules our hopes and our dreams. So Saturn is hard work, it's discipline, it's the ability to put your head down and do the work. Even when obstacles arise, Saturn has incredible determination. So that is a really good combo for what we're experiencing right now. And that makes me really, really hopeful. So the moon is going to have this nice harmonious conversation with Saturn and Aquarius. And then that's, that's tonight. And then tomorrow morning, right before you wake up, depending on when you wake up, but before I wake up, because I don't wake up at 5.30 in the morning, about 5.28 a.m. Eastern time, the new moon is going to find us. So we are going to wake up to a new moon tomorrow. So that just basically means that the sun and the moon are going to be in the same place. When the sun and the moon are in the same place, there is darkness in the sky because we cannot see the moon because it is so close to the sun, it's next to it, that it's not reflecting the light of the sun. The new moon is a time of going inward and really, really sitting with yourself and figuring out what do I want? Who do I want to be? What do I want to create? What am I ready to show the world? All of those kinds of things. So this new moon in Aries, I was talking about it a month ago, the new moon in Pisces, and I said to um, my girls in the Luminary League, which is my astrology membership, so if you're interested in learning more about astrology, check out the Luminary League. Um, you can find it on my website under astrology. So the thing about this moon cycle, the new moon in Pisces, I was like, this is a great, interesting, potent cycle because at the end of this cycle, we're going to have Saturn in a new place. We're going to have Mercury back in Pisces. We're going to have so many changes. And now we're here and I'm like, whoa, that new moon in Pisces was so potent. It basically turned the world on its head, right? We're not even taught. We're not even in the same universe as we were two weeks ago at the full moon in Virgo. We're like in a totally new playground. We're like, we're totally somewhere else. So the things that we're thinking about now are not the things we were thinking about two weeks ago. We're not talking about survival, right? We're not talking, we're not talking anymore about a new job, a new boyfriend, a new car, a new whatever. We're talking about how do I survive? How do I get my most basic needs met? So 
in a lot of ways, this has brought up a lot of gratitude for people. This has brought up a lot of a a shift in perspective for a lot of people. This has brought us to a healthier place in terms of how we treat each other, right? It's brought up a lot more compassion. And so that is very much in alignment with Saturn and Aquarius. So when we have that new moon on Tuesday morning, it's going to carry with it that energy of having that harmonious conversation with Saturn the night before tonight. So I'm really hopeful that this new moon, and if you want to learn more about the new moon, I'm going to be doing a special something for my girls in the Luminary League about it. And when I looked at the chart of the new moon, the moment the new moon takes place, it has its own birth chart. Just like you have a birth chart from the moment that you took your first breath, the new moon has its own birth chart from the moment it appears, right? And so that chart is ruled by Aquarius. And I was like, ah, this is it. The new moon is about how can you show up as a leader, Aries, the new moon in Aries. Aries is the leader. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. The new moon in Aries is the um, unofficial start of the astrological new year. Technically, the start of the astrological new year is the spring equinox, which was last Thursday night when the sun went into Aries. But the new moon for us astrologers feels more like the astrological new year because we like to start things in the new moon, right? So with this new moon in Aries, it's about how can you show up as a leader to serve others? So it's not just serving you. It's not just making you money. It's not just making you happy. It is providing for other people. It's making your community better. It's inspiring other people to show up. That's really what this new moon is about because it is such a perfect blending of the Aries, that individual I can do it, and the Aquarius, the collective we can do it, and bringing those energies together. So what talents, what skills, what um, things can you bring to the table to help other people right now? And that might mean that you're showing up and helping older people in your building by buying groceries for them or you are just calling everyone in the family to make sure everyone's doing okay. But how can you show up and be a leader? And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It doesn't mean that you have to show up on Instagram and lead meditations. There's lots of people doing that. Look for the ways that you can lead in your own life that are really meaningful, even if it's meaningful to one other person, because that's the essence of Aquarius, you know? The essence of Aries is the individual I am and how you can make an impact all on your own. The essence of Aquarius is the community, the group, the tribe, the being a part of something bigger than yourself. So I would venture to say that even impacting one person in a positive way in these times is really, really powerful, especially since we're all at home. So if that means calling one person that you know just doesn't have that many people to talk to, then that might be a way for you to show up as a leader in your life. So that's the new moon in Aries. And I want you to think about something with that, which is that in six months, we'll have the full moon in Aries. And so new moons always plant the seed that's going to grow into the flower, the fruit in six months of the full moon. So when we're looking at 
this new moon and setting our intentions for this new moon, think about who do you want to be in six months when we have the full moon in Aries? Because when we have the full moon in Aries, what kind of person do you want to be? At that point, this might be all behind us and we might be like, oh, remember how weird that was that we got had to all self-quarantine and we couldn't leave our houses and I couldn't go to the gym and I couldn't go to yoga and I couldn't go to work and I couldn't, my kids couldn't go to school. You know, like that might, it might be a faint memory, but how do you want this time to change you so that you're a better person? You're a happier person. You're a more compassionate person in six months when we experience that full moon in Aries on October 1st. So on Wednesday, we're going to have the sun conjunct Chiron. This is going to be really interesting because as I mentioned, the fact that our health, our physical health is like the number one thing that we're all talking about, washing our hands, right? Taking our vitamins, doing all the things. That's so Chiron driven to me. But the thing about Chiron is that he's not only interested in our physical health, he's also interested in our emotional and our energetic health. So while you are washing your hands and um, going for your daily walk and taking your vitamins, I want you to think about how are you taking care of your emotions? How are you taking care of your energy? So if you're spending all your time consuming the news or you're rolling out of bed like I was last week and turning on the news right away um, and noticing that's making you jittery all day, that's not you taking care of your emotional or your energetic health. So I want you to consider that this week. Hey, so I know that you're sitting at home thinking, what am I going to do without being able to go to yoga? So I've started an online group yoga class. We meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's all on Zoom. I can see you. You can see me. It's $44 a month. It's unlimited. You can come to as many classes as you want. And not only will we have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I'm planning some pop-up meditations and workshops for the weekends as well so that you don't go crazy sitting at home and you have an opportunity to connect with other like-minded yogis. And most importantly, you have this opportunity to create a sense of routine in your week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll be together at 6 p.m. You can look forward to it and hopefully will keep your days feeling like Groundhog Day over and over and over again. So I hope to see you at yoga, 6 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can head over to veronicaparetti.com yoga and get all the details. Um, the sun conjunct Chiron will help us look into that a little bit, but it also will help us feel the pain of other people. So that might be an intense day for a lot of us. Tuesday, the new moon, it's going to feel really good. I think, I think for a lot of us who are having to reinvent the wheel for our business, taking our business online, seeing our clients online, those of us that have had to pick up our lives and go stay with our parents. Like lots of big things are happening, but it's happening really in your favor. 
Um, and the new moon is going to square the nodes, which means there's something faded here. And I'm a big believer in the fact that you dictate your fate. But I also think that circumstances can come into play that give us opportunities to heal our karma, to heal the things that need to be healed. And that is what's really going on right now. With that said, on Wednesday, we might be really tuned into other people's pain and that can be really intense. So give yourself some space and time and be really kind to yourself. The moon is also gonna square Jupiter and Pluto that day. So the other thing that's tough about Wednesday is that the moon is going to start to flow through Aries. And as it floats through Aries, it's going to square off with all the Capricorn planets. And I've said this before on the Essential Astrocast, and I'll say it again. Having Aries and Capricorn in the same room together, especially squaring off, it can feel like two alphas going at it. I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. That's the energy of Aries Capricorn. Okay. So that can be tough on Wednesday and Thursday. We're going to have the moon squaring Mars and Capricorn. So the moon and Aries Mars home base, um, Mars and Capricorn squaring. It's not going to be super comfortable. Um, so that's going to be challenging. So just notice what, you know, if you do tune into the news a little bit, not when you first wake up, but if you do tune it, turn, tune into the news later in the day, notice if there's any little arguments and stuff going on Wednesday, Thursday, people having little spats and wanting upping each other. Cause that's a very Aries Capricorn vibe. Now on Thursday, we're going to have the moon move into Taurus and then things are going to start to decompress a little bit because the moon in Aries is kind of intense. It's kind of impulsive. It's kind of like, get me out of the gate. So if you've got something you really want to get off the desk right now, something you want to put out into the world, you know, this new moon is a really good one, really, really good one, especially if it's something that you've been holding back and you're not necessarily feeling confident about the moon and Aries might give you that burst of confidence to go out and make it happen. Okay. But then on Thursday, we're going to have the moon move into Taurus at 9 37 AM Eastern time. And it's going to square Saturn and Aquarius, not so comfortable, but it's okay. And then it's going to conjunct Uranus. So the moon conjunct Uranus every month when that comes around, I always tell you, be open to surprises because you might have some surprises coming your way. But this is also a great day to work on your purpose. Whatever you're working on that serves a purpose, whether it's, you know, to that one person or to your community, this is a great day to work on it. On Friday, we're going to have the moon still in Taurus, having a nice conversation with Mercury and Neptune. So Friday, Saturday are really nice days this week. Friday, we're going to have, that's a wonderful day to do some creative work, to meditate, to practice yoga, to do anything that has to do with aligning you with your spirit, aligning you with your purpose, aligning yourself with your truth. On Saturday, Venus is going to trine Jupiter. And this is like Friday, Saturday are the two best days this week. Do some creative work. Um, take Maybe take the risk. If there's a risk you've been wanting to take, not with your physical health, um, but if there's a risk you've been wanting to take, maybe asking for something um, that you were maybe too scared to ask for and maybe your perspective about what's scary has changed, this is an opportunity to do it. Venus is going to be um, trining Jupiter and that is um, a wonderful 
uh, it's just like the most wonderful aspect. It's a great aspect to have. And it's something that's going to feel really nice and hopefully take a little bit of the pressure off that we've been feeling um, and bring a little bit of our luck back, if you will. Um, so that's going to be on Saturday. It's a great day for manifesting things in the earth plane because Venus is in her home sign of Taurus. She loves to manifest earthly tangible things. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Capricorn loves to achieve earthly tangible things. So if there's something that you've really been wanting to create or do or make happen, that's going to be an all-star day to do it. Really five-star day to do it. Friday or Saturday, either day, because it happens really, really early in the morning on Saturday. And then later in the day on Saturday, Moon is going to conjunct Venus. So it's going to continue that vibe of really feeling tapped into that manifestation power. Um, and then on Sunday, sorry, the moon's going to vo go void, of course, later on Saturday and move into Gemini. So just about two hours, not too long of a void. But once the moon goes into Gemini, the vibe will change. Gemini has a busy mind. So Saturday night um, and Sunday, you want to make sure that if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling anxious, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is currently still in Pisces. We might be really thinking with our emotions. So you really, really, really want to make sure Gemini loves to write. It loves to speak, loves to communicate. So speak your feelings, write your feelings, work through the feelings. Don't sit and stew in them because Gemini, that doesn't really work for Moon and Gemini. And because Mercury is in Pisces, we're feeling deeply right now. And we've got all the Chiron energy this week because Chiron's being lit up by the sun. So that basically means that like our feelings are full on on display right now. And not only that, we also have this um, new moon energy and new Saturn placement. There's just so much ratcheting it up that your feelings might be a little overwhelming. And if that turns into anxiety when the moon moves into Gemini, please do something to move it through you. And the best thing to do when the moon is in Gemini is to journal, write it out, call a friend, a confidant, talk it out. Those are the things that will really help. So that's this weekend, especially Saturday night and then Sunday. And then actually on Sunday, Mercury clears its shadow from its retrograde journey. So we'll completely be free of that Mercury retrograde, which uh, brought us COVID-19. So we'll be completely free of the retrograde shadow, although we'll still have a lot of the remnants of what it brought us, what it brought to the surface. It was already there, but it made us see it and deal with it, right? And Mercury will stay in Pisces until April 11th. So once April 11th comes, it'll move into Aries and then we'll have more to talk about with communication. But for now, we're still in that place of really feeling our feelings and thinking with our feelings. On Monday, a week from today, Mars is going to go into Aquarius at 3.43 p.m. Eastern time. So when Mars goes into Aquarius, it will be shortly thereafter on Tuesday meeting up with Saturn. Mars and Saturn coming together. This is like discipline. This is motivation, um, ambition, ability to put your head down and do the work. The only thing about this meetup that can be really challenging for people is that Mars wants to go fast. Saturn wants to go slow and steady. If you're experiencing holdups, if you're experiencing um, little bumps in the road, trust that they are there for you. They're in your favor. The universe is doing 
the universe is rigged in your favor. I always say that. And it's really true. And when Mars and Saturn get together, it might feel like Saturn is holding Mars back. It's holding you back from just taking off. But I really want you to notice what's slowing you down and appreciate it because those things are actually there to help you so that you can make less mistakes and that in the long run, you can get to where you're going faster. Um, so just to review, the themes this week are we're putting our health first, we're putting our well-being and our healing first. Chiron is making that abundantly clear for us. We have to put our health and our healing first. Um, and the other thing with Chiron that I wanted to mention is that, you know, Chiron couldn't heal himself. It's really important. We need help to heal. Whether that's therapy, whether that's getting a reading or getting a coach or talking to a friend, do not isolate. You cannot heal yourself on your own. It, the community is imperative to our healing. And that is one of the big messages of this, of this new moon in Aries. Um, and I want to make sure that I said that. So um, we're stepping into our leadership. The new moon in Aries is really challenging us to show up and lead and no longer play small and put the, put the fears and the doubts of the I'm not good enoughs away. Aries people, they show up and they lead. You know, the highest vibration of Aries is I raise my hand. I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to be the guinea pig. I will lead the way for the rest of you. That's the highest vibration of Aries. And we're all being called to, to, to do that right now. And we're also having a crash course in empathy and selflessness. So it's about putting yourself in that other person's shoes, like not going out, even if you're not sick, because you don't want to spread the virus to someone else. Um, that is the ultimate act of selflessness is to inconvenience yourself to cause yourself some sort of inconvenience, pain, suffering so that you can um, help someone else be healthy and live a better life in some way, shape or form or to help them avoid sickness. So we are getting a crash course in empathy and a crash course in selflessness. And those are not two things that Americans typically are all that good at. So in this, in this uh, country that is, has a Sagittarius rising and always wants to go big and have a good time, um, it is a really major thing to be tapping into those qualities of empathy and selflessness, which have a lot to do with the sun of the USA. So the chart of the USA has its own birth chart. And the sun of the USA, July 4th, 1776, we have a cancer son. So selflessness and empathy, these are things that have to do with cancer, with the mother energy. So we're really tapping into that right now. And we're really collectively working to help our nation, for those of us that are of America here, um, really embody those sun qualities of cancer and to live up to them and to evolve into them. And my first astrology teacher, she told me that we're born our moon sign and we evolve into our sun sign. So we as a nation are evolving into that cancer mama bear, take care of the cubs kind of thing. So when in doubt this week, remind yourself or ask yourself, what can I do to help the whole collective? How can I show up? 
And if you answer that question and then you do whatever comes to mind, then you will not be going wrong. So I hope that's helpful. I feel like I talked a lot this week. I am so happy to be back on my regular schedule. So I'll see you next week. Stay safe, stay home, take good care of yourself. And don't forget, it's not just about your physical health. It's about your emotional and energetic health too. All right, lots of love to you guys. Take good care of yourselves and each other. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.